Joining us to discuss today's developments is news editor Zakia Hussein, who's leading the Straits Times' GE 2020 coverage. Zakia, let's first talk about the timing of all of this. Now, our SDP unveiled its uh, four-yes, one-no campaign in late April. The one-no, of course, refers to PAP's supposed plans to raise our population to uh, 10 million. Why is this becoming such a talking point now and not earlier, say, when the, when the slogan was first released or even when the ST article was published in uh, March 2019? I think when the SDP launched its manifesto, we were then sort of in the middle of uh, COVID. And I think, um, you know, the news cycle meant that it wasn't an, an issue that um, many parties kind of jumped on or seized upon. Um, and even when the Straits Times article was published, um, we now noticed that there were some online commentators who leapt on that 10 million figure and um, presumably took our report out of context. Um, I think it, it, it only surfaced and caught attention now because it's become such a prominent part of the SDP's election campaign. Um, and the point uh, when it was, and when it was raised during the debate on Wednesday night, mm -hmm. Um, it was clear that uh, the claims that were being made about that 10 million figure were clearly false. Mm. And I think that was why we had to clarify that in our reports as well. Now, Zakir, do you agree with Mr. Tambaya that this has been a distraction from the bread and butter issue like jobs, uh, housing, our economic recovery, uh, as well as our COVID-19 response? I don't think so. I think uh, in an election, voters look at many issues. Bread and butter issues, of course, are key. Uh, so are jobs and the economy. But at the same time, uh, issues like um, whether claims are true or false and the integrity of candidates are also points that voters and parties do raise and surface. And I think um, all sides try to make this, all sides try to raise a variety of issues, you know, in their bid to win over voters. And I think that's the same uh, consideration that voters have when they decide um, who they're going to vote for. Okay, well, let's go on uh, to something else. The first constituency political broadcast. Well, that starts tonight. Now, this is a never-before-done concept. So, Zakir, what do you think the candidates will address tonight since they're given a nationwide platform, albeit with a three-minute time limit? Well, I think it's a three-minute time limit for candidates in a single seat. But in a GRC, a team of five candidates have up to five minutes. Uh, sorry, have up to 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. It's three times the number of candidates in the seat. Um, I expect they will raise a number of issues. Um, I think the primary focus would be constituency issues, um, you know, how they plan to improve uh, conditions and facilities in that estate or, or in that GRC. Um, but at the same time, I think my, they're mindful also that voters do look at national issues. And I think some of these will um, can expect to be raised, uh, you know, at the constituency broadcasts. So for instance, issues like jobs, or issues like um, uh, unemployment benefits. Mm. Um, parties that, especially part, smaller parties that are contesting a number of seats, will use their constituency broadcasts to kind of make these points and make their pitch about these uh, policies of theirs um, to explain why residents should vote for them. Now, we've seen so many ways the, the parties have used the online platform to get their message across. Uh, do you think the job they've done so far has made up for the fact that there aren't physical rallies? I think so. In fact, I think they've been, um, you know, having watched online rallies and the online activities for the past uh, three days now, um, I think uh, all parties seem to be getting the hang of these uh, online rallies. And in the past, where, for instance, um, a speaker 
would have, you know, say a speaker speaking at his two of his party's rallies on the same night would start at 8 p.m. Uh, at one rally. And then when he finishes, would rush to be one of the final speakers at another rally. Mm -hmm. um, with an e-rally, he can address both audiences at the same time. And I think parties have also taken to different formats. Uh, so you've got parties doing fireside chats, doing talk shows, doing what they call straight talk sessions, doing webinars. And, um, you know, I think even in a non-COVID election uh, down the road in, in future years, um, I think we can expect this online campaigning to be more or less a permanent fixture of elections here. Mm. Right. Well, that was our news editor, Zakir Hussein. Zakir, thanks as always for coming on the show.